0: Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or co-worker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm glad that you've come to spend this time with me. If this is the first time you've been to the podcast, you are so welcome. And if you're returning, I'm glad you found value and returned. Tonight, we're going to talk about something that, underlies life with a hijackal. And the topic is why hijackals create chaos and confusion. And then I want to go on and give you steps to stop the spinning and the instability. So what do you do with this when it happens? So important to know. So it's a big topic tonight, as usual, and if you have uh, been enjoying the show, I wel- welcome you to support the show by going to patreon.com slash save your patreon.com slash save small donations there on a monthly basis help to defray the cost of the show and make it available. We're now in 92 countries and your support really helps that. And, you know, of course, if you want to get in touch with me at any time, you find me at 4, F-O-R, Relationship Help, H-E-L-P dot com. And that's always um, where you can find everything about me and get to the blog, get to the podcast, get everywhere and get as much as you can, including membership in my Empowered, Emerging Empowered Community, the Emerging Empowered Community. It's there for you, too. So let's talk about this because high tickles love to keep you spinning. And I know that's not news to you if you're joining me, because you've been spinning for a while and you're wondering, is this spinning out of control? Is this spinning just to wear everything down? why do I spin? What is it that's pushing this? Why is this happening? Why does it seem to be a merry-go-round I often can't get off? And so I wanted to empower you with some ideas. But first of all, let's talk about why they do it. And in that context, I want to ask you, have you ever thrown a pot? Have you ever gone to a pottery studio and thrown a pot? When you do that, you get a chunk of clay and you work the clay, and it takes forever, in my opinion, to get that clay malleable and easy to work with and soft enough to shape into something new. Sort of like the love bombing a hijackle does they soften you up, they butter you up. Right? get you into their hands and and they need you gently and that's K N E A D. And so it's a similar thing when you go to create a piece of pottery at a pottery studio because you're going to soften the clay, you're going to warm it up with your hands, you're going to shape it into the right shape to throw on the potter's wheel. And then when you throw it on the wheel you then begin the wheel in motion that's when the spinning starts. Very subtly, you're on board with it. Seems exciting. Great thing to do. We're off and running. This will be good. And you get get water on your hands and it gets a little bit messy, but it's kind of fun. It's sort of new. And you think about all the possibilities and this is a great thing to do. And then as you begin to build the pot, as as it begins to take shape and you, you begin to maybe open up the inside to make a vase or something, <clears throat> and it begins to get bigger and bigger, you realize that With not too much effort, you can change the entire shape of the pot by gently moving just one finger and pushing the pot one way, and then you can bring it all the way back the other way, and that's where hijackals excel. They find out how to get you to that place where they can just push you with the tiniest touch of their finger, and you feel controlled you don't like it, you don't want it, but they do it. And when that happens, you need to have a plan because that spinning is what allows them to continuously shape the relationship. And after a while, they'll also shape you. And you don't want to become misshapen and not return to a pleasing, pleasant, and happy shape yourself, do you? You know, if you want a whole lot of graphics to share with people that you perhaps you're in a group with them on social media or whatever, and you'd like them to understand what hijackal life is all about, I have a lot of uh, memes for you. Go to facebook.com slash hijackals with an S, H-I-J-A-C-K-A-L-S, facebook.com slash hijackals. You'll see lots of graphics to share there. But one of them stands out in the context of this idea of pottery and throwing a pot. And that meme says, if you don't know what shaped you, you can't know what shape you're in. So it becomes very important to find out what the influences were in your life that made being with a hijackal acceptable. And I know it's not acceptable to you at this moment, but as you were being led to the pottery sh- place, as you were being warmed up and kneaded into a nice soft space, you were actually being shaped You are being groomed, and you recognize that now, and you don't like it. And it continues, doesn't it? You don't know what mood the hijackle is going to be in. You don't know what they're going to ask of you, but you know it's going to be something that you probably are not going to be too happy with. They're going to blame you for things, they're going to do all of the things that I have talked about before on other podcast episodes. So they're going to be gaslighting you or blame shifting on you or uh, past casting or putting pressure on you for things they want and you don't. They're going to be moving the markers. You just think you've got a good handle on what they want, what will make them happy, and what do they do? You do exactly what you think will make them happy. They don't want that anymore. They want something different, and they may go so far as to tell you, why did you think that would work? I don't want that. That's ridiculous. So they move the markers. They love to lie. They'll um, put you down. They'll discount your ideas. They'll discount your very presence as though you don't deserve to take up space and draw breath. They'll make all kinds of power moves, which certainly I've covered in many, many ways. They'll try to isolate you from family and friends, you know, engage you in that idea. Wouldn't it be fun if we moved 500,000 miles away and started an off-grid situation, get you isolated completely, and then have power over you. Um, They like to triangulate. They like to go through other people and tell you, um, tell tales on you. They'll say, well, you know, she's not very well. It's really difficult for her. I'm kind of concerned about her mental health, but it's all right. I've got it handled. I'll be there for her. And they start telling tales. They start creating narratives that don't exist, but they do that. And then they're great in the threat department, aren't they? They want to threaten you with abandoning you. I will walk out of here. You'll never see me again. You will never get any money out of me. You'll never see your children again. So they like to threaten to create instability and chaos and confusion. They also like to threaten to hurt you or hurt your child in front of you, or do some other kind of damage. They may be engaging in spiritual abuse. They may be using spiritual principles to tell you how wrong and useless and worthless you are. All these things are ways that they create this chaos and this confusion to catch you thinking, am I really hearing what I'm hearing? Uh, Are they really asking me these things? And in the meantime, they're manipulating you. So these things actually are all happening, many of them simultaneously, and they keep you completely off kilter. And the idea is to just like that that, um, pottery wheel is to keep you spinning so they can keep shaping, shaping you, shaping the relationship, shaping the narrative in the image that they want it to go. Not A joint effort at all in the sense of partnership. No, they want power over you. So they do these things to create and maintain that power over you. And of course, they do that nasty one that I've talked about frequently—the dreaded silent treatment. That's another way that they like to discount you and and create that confusion. Because what what am I supposed to do now? Am I supposed to beg you to talk to me? Well, yes, that's what they hope you will, so that they can say no and refuse you. They want to withhold any information or their attention from you again to create that instability, to create that lack of balance, to make it all go in their direction, far away from anything that you might want. And so we get into that place where you're not sure what's happening. You don't know what is being asked of you. The narratives that are being spun have nothing to do with what you're thinking or what you want or how you remember things. And all of that is happening, as I say, simultaneously in some cases. And pretty soon you just get worn down, torn down, and put down so frequently that you are exhausted. And it's really difficult to even want to rise up and do something different, isn't it? You've probably spoken up so many times and speaking up only ended in a fight or being abandoned or having the person uh, give you the silent treatment, or put you down. So when all of those things are happening, what is the intention of the hijacker? Obviously, the intention, whether the hijackal is male or female, that the or non-binary, the intention is to keep you in chaos and confusion. Because in that way, the hijacker feels they have the upper hand. They are the ones directing the relationship. They are the master manipulators moving the puppets. They definitely want to do that. But what is their intention? Well, one, to keep you off balance. If they can keep you from getting into a good shape that is equitable and equal and reciprocal and mutual, then they feel that they can change the shape of their relationship at any time. So they want to keep you off balance. And then, as I said, they want to wear you down. Like, who do you think you are? I'm not interested in your opinion. If I want some music from you, I'll push the button. No, I make the decisions around here you know, that kind of thing to wear you down. So you may not even have a voice left, or you have learned that when you endeavor to have a voice, there's nobody listening. And not only is there nobody listening, but if they hear you speak, they immediately want to stop you. And so that will wear you down and cut you down to size quickly And if any of these things are resonating with you, really take them to heart. Like if this is a little checklist and you're going, yep, that happens and that happens. And I feel like that, know that, reach out. You know, if you want to talk to me about these things and you're new to my work, you can use my new client opportunity at beaclient.com. Beaclient.com. And let's talk because when you're being worn down, Sometimes you hardly have the ability to reach out and say, I don't like this. I need help. But I hope you will reach out. Just go to beaclient.com because they're going to keep you off balance and they're going to be wearing you down. And then just like that pot, they want to start shaping your behavior. How far will you go to please me? What happens if I cut you down to size? Do you actually stay cut down or do you rise up again and do I have to do it again? What happens if I ignore you? What happens if I um, dismiss even hearing you? They're calibrating all the time. How can I shape your behavior so that it meets my need for power and control and I don't have opposition from you? Because we all know how little hijackles like to have opposition from you that's expressed. And you certainly learn to stop expressing it when you've been with the hijackle for very long. And good for you if you haven't stopped expressing it, but you do need to know how to express that in ways that may work for you. So I'm going to talk about that a little later. So these intentions that they have for while they're engaging in these behaviors, they're endeavoring to shape your behavior, to keep you malleable, to keep you going where they want you to go or they think they have the power to do that. And in that same thing, they want to keep you passive. They don't want you speaking up and back to them, except if when you do it, you get out of control. And remember that episode on reactive abuse, when they push your buttons so much that then you get angry and then they say, look at the abuse I have to put up with from you, right? Reactive abuse, go and look up that podcast you know, if if you go to where you like to get podcasts, you can do a search on that. Or if you want to come over to SaveYourSanityPodcast.com, dot com, um, you can do a search. There's a little magnifying glass there, and you can do a search on that. And that whole idea of creating passivity within you, and uh, you'll find that at SaveYourSanityPodcast.com. So They want to make you passive. They want to shut you down. They want to have you stop talking back to them. They want to feel like they have the ultimate power. I hope you don't give it to them, but how you fight back has to be very strategic. We don't want to be fighting back. We simply want to be taking up our own space again. We'll talk about that in a minute. Another intention that they have, of course, is to have power. They need to rule the roost. They need to be the ultimate one who decides what is okay, what's not okay. And you know the tricky thing about that? What's okay one day is not okay the next day. Have you noticed that? That's how they create that chaos. You know, I thought I'm doing exactly what you asked, just how you wanted it done. No, now that's an entirely different agenda and that's chaotic. It creates that sense of, I have no control, which is exactly what they want. They want you to realize that you have no control, and they have all the control. So they want to rule the roost, so they can maintain that power at any cost. That becomes super important to them. And what are they going to use to do that? they're going to use fear and obligation and guilt you know i've talked about those things that susan forward wrote in her early book on emotional blackmail fog fear obligation and guilt they will use those things to manipulate you to have power over you to make you second guess yourself and when you start second guessing yourself it's not long before you're going to be questioning your sanity didn't isn't that the way it happened I was sure that's what you said. And they're telling you, no, no, you're off your rocker. You don't track very well. Again, getting power over you from the put down. And then by using that fear, the intention is to keep the relationship and, if possible, you unstable. Because what does a hijacker like more than to be able to go to a trusted friend, a doctor, uh, your parents, a police officer, and say, you know, I've been having such difficulty, poor, poor partner, poor parent, poor sibling, they're unstable, you know, they're unpredictable, they've got a problem. And so they want to create that chaos and confusion in the minds of others as well. So what can you do about all this? It becomes really important to have a plan, right? So I'm going to give you some steps to actually stop the spinning and and stop the instability. First of all, you need to recognize what's going on. Recognize their power plays. Recognize their ploys. Recognizing all the things that I've spoken of in this episode so far. If you've been keeping that little mental checklist, you probably have quite a few checks. This is what they're doing. That uncertainty piece. I thought you said we were going at seven o'clock. No, I didn't say we were going today, maybe tomorrow. You probably went and put it on the calendar today, seven o'clock, checked with the hijackle three times. Then you say, well, it was today at seven. No, there's something wrong with you. Start to recognize all these ploys to create this uncertainty, this chaos, and um, And take note of the many forms that it comes in. You know, the things that I was mentioning earlier the gaslighting and the blame shifting and the past casting and all the things that you read about or watch on videos or I've spoken about in the episodes, all the things that are power plays for them. Just really become aware of when they're happening and how you're feeling in response to them. Catch them and try to get yourself to a neutral place at that moment. I see what they're doing. First step is just to be able to identify what they're doing. I see what they're doing. Ah, there goes the gaslighting. Oh, now they're blame shifting. I said, you know, I think that you could do better with that. Now, all of a sudden, I should do better with everything because I'm the worst person on the planet. The blame gets shifted back to you. After a while, you may even stop trying to have a conversation with a hijackal because it, everything ends up being your fault anyway. I'm sure you've noticed that. So recognize the ploys. See how regularly they happen. See that they happen in patterns and cycles. Become really aware of the behaviors. And then you need to make a decision. I'm seeing all these things. Is it all right with me that the relationship runs this way? At what point did I kind of slide into this? At what point did I stop standing up for myself? At what point did I stop having a voice? And then ask yourself, is this okay with me? Now, I'm not going to suggest that you do some mighty big thing and cause a horrible ruckus unless there is physical or sexual abuse. Always then get yourself to a safe place and report it to the police and the hospital. But you need to start with small decisions. The first decision is, This is not okay with me. And then you start with small incremental steps to bring about change, small boundaries, little tiny ones, really. You know, if you do big sweeping changes with the hijackle, they resist like crazy. But if you do small things, we begin to calibrate how far can I push that part back over? How you know how much wiggle room is there? How many times do I have to do it? And then you, you start becoming aware of the dynamics, the inner workings of the relationship and make a decision that, no, this is not all right with me. I'm going to do things differently. And then internally begin to affirm things silently. No, that's not the way I remember it no, I, I know that I don't feel that way. And when they tell me how I feel, I know that I don't feel that way. So you start affirming things within yourself. practice because you may have a need to gain back that sense of self that says, no, I know what happened my memory doesn't serve me incorrectly. I heard the words that were said. No, they're not going to take those away from me by telling me I'm wrong or blaming me. So you start to affirm yourself silently. Mm, no, I I can see that you want to um, put me down here and I've thought it through and I did nothing wrong. So I'm not about apologizing. All right. Remember what I said, you're doing that silently you don't say that out loud until you've practiced, till you have turned the corner in being able to affirm yourself. And then the next step is to affirm yourself neutrally out loud to actually say, no, that's not the way I remembered it. No, I remember that differently. No, well, that was a good guess about how I'm feeling, but actually, if you'd like to know how I'm feeling, I'm open to being asked. And you start saying things. And this is what I help my clients with. You start saying things in a way that does not poke the hijackle, because we know we don't poke hijackles to any great effect. The only effect that happens is fireworks, and that is not the effect we're looking for, so you don't want to be doing that. So we need to have these small strategies that we put in place, and every relationship is different. That's why I can't say everything will work for everybody, but your particular situation, we can talk together and find out what it is. But you have the opportunity now, once you practice silently, to start affirming things out loud. Caveat, though, do it in a neutral tone, genuinely and authentically. No made up stuff, no pushback stuff, no power over stuff. Don't be like them. But be able to say just quietly, not how I remember it. Or I'm sure we did that on Thursday. Now they can go on and tell you how crazy you are. And it was the middle of last Wednesday. It doesn't matter because you are practicing affirming that you do remember accurately, that you do have a part in this relationship that is as important as theirs and you're functioning just fine. You want to be reminding yourself that. And then use my personal weather report. You know, I've written about it extensively in my book, Kaizen for couples you can get it in hardcover or download at Amazon Kaizen for couples there's two chapters on the personal weather report in there also on my YouTube channel for relationship help um, youtube.com/ for relationship help I have a video there on how to use the personal weather report so get familiar actually more than familiar master the technique of using the personal weather report so powerful, and use it everywhere, absolutely everywhere, because it is what independent people do. They're not looking to blame or shame anybody, but they are looking to tell their own truth. So use the personal weather report, knowing that you don't know what's going on in another human's mind, but you know what's going on in yours, and you have the right to speak up and give voice to that. So you know, as I said, go to youtube.com slash for relationship help. Put in personal weather report Shaler, my name S H A L E R, and it'll bring up that video. Maybe listen a few times, begin to master that, or get the Kaizen for Couples book and read and reread and reread chapters six and seven. Master the personal weather report. It will give you that sense of I am able to express myself in powerful ways that are not in, in designed to be conflicting or creating conflict, but I have the right to speak up powerfully, and that's what you want to be able to do, because you've probably been so pushed down, so put down, and definitely worn down, as I said, um, that you're like, oh, why bother? Well, you know, nothing works. Why would I waste my time? I hope you pick yourself up from that one and say, no, now I realize that I can do something to stop the chaos and confusion. I can stop the spinning and therefore stop the instability. And I will be able to stand upright if I practice these things. Upright and not toppling over, not acquiescing to the hijack call, not in their face, not poking the hijackal, not blaming them or shaming them, standing up in your own skin with the right techniques and tools and strategies. So important. And then important after the personal weather report is to get outside validation for yourself. Not in a needy way, of course not, but go and find people who do appreciate you, people who know that you know what you're talking about in any subject. Not don't go running off and talk about the hijackal. Um, but get validation. Your work may give you validation. Your volunteer work may give you validation. Your children may give you validation. Your family, some group that you belong to, some sports team that you belong to, they like you. They don't find you being and looking as the hijackal says you are. So start giving their opinion more weight. Get that outside validation. And if you don't have a lot of good outside validation, notice that you may have been isolated by the hijackal and do what you can to make a new friend or two. So very important to get that validation that you are able to express what you think, feel, need, and want. And you have the right to do that. So you want to feel strong in that ability. And then know what you want. Many times when I ask someone, what are the results you want or your next goals in life? And they begin to list off all the things they don't want. Know what you do want what are you moving toward? What kind of relationship would you like? How would you like to be received? How would you like to be treated? How would you demonstrate your values and have someone with you who demonstrates similar values and you feel validated? So it begins by knowing what you want. Because if you've been with a hijackal, you sure know what you don't want but we need to flip that one so that you get into a more powerful stance of going toward what you want. Now, none of this happens instantly. You didn't get into this relationship and into this state instantly. So it takes a while. Be patient with yourself nanoseconds and baby steps, nanoseconds and baby steps, but know what you want, what direction you're going toward, and then work toward it consistently. Yeah, it can feel two steps forward and one step back, or one step forward and two steps back, but stay committed to it. The hijackle wants you to stay stuck in in chaos and confusion, wants to keep you spinning and feeling unstable. And you are going to stand your ground, not in a confrontative way, but in a powerful personal way. And as you begin to take that power back, bit by bit, nanoseconds of baby steps, You begin to emerge. And that's why I call my community Emerging Empowered, because it is those baby steps that allow you to emerge. Whether that means you emerge from the relationship and you leave it behind, or you emerge back into a place where you're happier with yourself, you emerge into a place where you have strategies, and you can set boundaries, whatever it means, but you want to be consistently moving towards something emerging empowered. If you'd like to join my community, come on over. You go to joinintoday.com. Really simple little um, link to remember, joinintoday.com, and you can join the emerging empowered community. It's very new. We have about 30 members right now, so jump in quickly uh, because it will grow, and there are many, many benefits at a really good price there for you. So the last thing that I would encourage you to do is if you have this feeling of being disempowered, you have this feeling of exhaustion, you're just too worn down, get help. You know, certainly you can always talk to me, and I'm happy to to work with you. Come into the membership, get help there. In the emerging empowered community, it's safely on my website, but part of it works just like Facebook. So you can talk to each other, you can answer each other's questions, share your stories there. You get so many other benefits, but you can see that at joinintoday.com. And um, so all of these things are available to you to make this journey um, more able to be you know, feel you feel that you can be successful at this journey and that's an important piece of it all. You want to feel like it's doable, absolutely doable. So get help. I hope this has helped you to have an outside voice clarifying that confusion and chaos because hijackals are masters at creating a web of lies, a web of inconsistencies, a web of blame shifting, a web of gaslighting. And pretty soon you're just kind of worn down, just worn down. All right, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's not empowering, is it? I mean, you just don't feel empowered at that point. And I want to help you feel empowered and be emerging empowered. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm so glad you spent this time with me. I hope you'll join in again, subscribe to the podcast, and then you will always know what's up. And until we speak again, take very good care of yourself because you're precious and you matter. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas, and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that, and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreoncom saviorsanity Learn more about how to work with me by a video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon.